0: You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Good morning, and welcome to the Business Hour.
1: I'm Ron Camacho, your host. And today's uh, topic is a topic that will hopefully shed light on a subject that a lot of people shy away from uh, until, in some cases, uh there's a necessity, but hopefully we'll provide some insight about life insurance, health insurance, long-term care, Medicare, retirement, and taxes, all under the umbrella of uh, financial planning, but with an emphasis on life and health. And so I am very pleased to have as my guest, Bud Otto of Life and Health Brokers, for over 25 years, Bud has helped clients to navigate the confusing maze of insurance options, and he's the kind of guy who wants to help people avoid uh, the potential negative impacts on their lifestyle, uh, particularly in the in the golden years, and and we're going to see many hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of baby boomers here in the U.S. that are scrambling to get their financial plans in order, scrambling to learn more about life insurance if they haven't already uh, participated. And and in many cases, life insurance would be one of those areas, but long-term care, Medicare, uh, and a focus on retirement and the implications for, uh, taxes. N- those are areas that, uh, people shun for decades, uh, and, and Bud will share with us a little bit about, you know, what the reality is for, for many people, uh, in terms of looking at, uh, all these areas seriously. So, well, I'm very pleased to have as my guest today, Bud Otto. Welcome to the Business Hour, Bud. Thank you very much, Ron. Glad to be here. Now, Bud, you have spent many years uh, helping clients to better understand the insurance landscape and to help them maximize the return on money spent as part of, hopefully, an overall financial plan. And in many cases, people certainly do this haphazardly. They might have had a savings plan uh, earlier in their life. They might have allocated some money toward life insurance. Uh, there was a time when life insurance was sold by life insurance agents dedicated uh, to life insurance. But these days, we understand better how the big picture fits life insurance, health insurance, and long-term care, uh, along with Medicaid, into a, a, a larger uh, framework for which there are definite strategies, and, and if I'm not mistaken, you've spent um, many years
2: trying to explain to people how it all fits together. Is that right? Yes, it is, and sometimes it sounds complicated, but we try to boil it down and simplify the process so it isn't so confusing. Um,
1: let's... Um, we one other area uh, that you uh, have to factor in are, are a, a client's assets and uh, what their current income is as as well as their lifestyle. You can't really help a person allocate money for each of these other areas unless you have some reasonable grasp of you know what the asset base is and what their income is like. Uh, or in many cases of the retired uh, there still may be some income but not like when they were in the uh, the workforce and then of course uh, lifestyle and in many cases what a lot again I made a reference to hundreds of thousands and it is actually millions of baby boomers in the u.s you know they're hoping that they could sustain a lifestyle which quite honestly if I venture to guess uh most, 51% or more, are not really quite going to be able to pull off unless they had created a plan that allowed them to live in the same manner that they did when they had a ongoing
2: revenue stream. I mean, is
1: that a fair statement?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of barriers and stops along the way that prevent or postpone people from making these decisions and getting them on the right track to start saving money, to put tools in force to protect that money, to protect their assets, their income, and their lifestyle, particularly if they're a money earner that is responsible for others, a family, children, or even a business. In fact, uh, let's, let's
1: operationalize this for a moment. Um, would it be fair to say that a lot of people, before they would invest in something like a uh, a long term care uh, program, um, as as one example, uh, that there are some things that they feel like they should get out of the way, um, like their children's education, for example, or they're thinking there'll be a bonus at some point in time or that they're going to be able to get ahead of the curve and that there's going to be some additional disposable income, and that that when that happens, then they can begin to spend those uh, few to, in some cases, many thousands of dollars a year in these other areas. But it's really a delusion, if you will, for a lot of people, and 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 i'll go so far as to say Bud, this is me not you that you know of course if they started sooner uh it would be a little less uh painful but uh, but tell us how that how that unfolds um when does the typical if there should even be a typical when does the the uh, person uh, that you see the most uh get serious about uh any combination of these areas of uh, life insurance, long-term care, Medicare, uh, Medicare uh, and, and looking at their, their retirement, when do, they, when do they start coming to you? Uh, and then we'll talk about uh, what might be an idealized uh, time in their life when, when they should come and have a chat with
2: you. Well, unfortunately, a lot of people come when they're in their 40s, sometimes even 50s, when ideally starting in their late 20s, 30s gives them more time to accumulate assets and to protect those assets. There's so many barriers. Uh, People want this, they want that, they want to lease a new car or buy a new car, they want a bigger home. So those take priority, unfortunately. So it takes some discipline. And I try to give some of my own experiences and people that I've worked with on how they started out. Sacrificing a little bit to have a lot more later on. <coughs> yeah, sometimes I think that we need big
1: billboards that say um, uh, deferred gratification and maybe exactly. smaller letters doesn't have to be so painful. Uh, because um, I, I think that the, I, I left out when I was describing these other uh, uh, events like college education, for example, uh, as one of the reasons that people are delaying uh, focusing on investing in their retirement years um, that houses and cars, other big ticket items, are what people want. And that's where the money goes. And uh, a lot of money is not being saved. Let's um, dive into um, some of the areas life insurance uh for starters which is really confusing to many uh particularly because you have uh term insurance whole life guaranteed universal life and indexed universal life you you must get asked all the time you know what are these how are they different so let's let's jump right in and and have you uh, tell us a little bit about the Advantages and disadvantages and what might work for one person, uh, better starting with, uh, with term insurance. Um, what's the simplified
2: explanation for term insurance that you offer? Uh, term insurance is just life insurance, but for a limited period of time. Typically 10 years, 15, 20 years, 25, or even 30 years. When these policies come to an end at, say, 20 years, that's the most popular term, then they're technically renewable, but the premium is so high that nobody takes advantage of that unless they're in the last year of their life. So then they have to get another one. One of the most important things that I tell my clients when you're looking at term insurance You can look at one 20-year term versus another, and one might be a dollar or two a month less, but look at the company, make sure it's a highly rated company. Also, look at their conversion options, because if you become uninsurable at some point in the future and you've got a million dollars of term insurance that's going to run out in three years, you might not be able to get other insurance, and most companies offer a conversion option to a second-rate permanent policy. But some companies offer term conversions to any permanent product in their portfolio, so they get a much better deal. So in a certain sense, term insurance may be a commodity in that it provides X amount of protection for X amount of years. But in another sense, it's not a commodity because not all term carriers are the same. Some have better conversion options. Some have extra riders that are built in at no extra cost that will perform other purposes Later on in life. Okay, so we just um, uh, scared uh, a handful of our
1: listeners. Uh, they heard, uh, you know, ten year, twenty year, you right. know, fifteen year, thirty years at conversion options. Um, that uh, they could be losing a million dollars. That's what that's what they heard. So let's let's okay. let's let's step back and, yeah. and uh, let's explain um, why would you want uh, a a 10-year versus a 20- or a 30-year duration, a term insurance
2: plan? Well, you might want a shorter one simply because it's less premium, but let's look at how long you need that protection. Let's say you're a family man, you've got, a, you've got kids that are in their early teens or maybe even just born. So in that case, you might have 20 years of liability or 25 just to be safe. So look at the term that you need to protect your family first and foremost and buy a 25-year instead of a 10-year because at the end of 10 years that might run out and maybe you can't get anything that's another term policy at the end of that 10 years. And term insurance is very, very inexpensive. And it, let's may back up here. Is is the reason that the twenty
1: year is so popular, and you reference twenty five years, is for exactly that reason. You're going to have your kids under your roof yep. for these days, oftentimes twenty five years, um, more like twenty, and that's probably why over the last few decades that was a, a popular term. Um, and 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 that's when you want to make sure that if something happens, the kids are taken care of.
2: Yeah, exactly. First and foremost, provide that period of responsibility, insure yourself, and don't be afraid to get a lot of insurance because it is as I said it's inexpensive and you know a person earning $50 to $80,000 a year can easily afford a million dollars. And what um what would be and I I don't want to uh uh,
1: nail you down on on these costs because for one thing they're oftentimes fluctuating, but typically uh, on a 25 year uh, term uh, life insurance plan, what's the
2: range these days you could expect if you had an income between fifty and eighty thousand dollars? In most cases, well below a hundred dollars a month. And I typically I'd say a million dollars for somebody that's age 35. Could run as low as uh, 25 dollars a month. So you're talking like three hundred dollars
1: a year. Yeah, which is one of the the most affordable of the the different products that, that sure. we'll be talking about. Um, we're going to be taking a break here. When we come back, uh, we'll talk. A, we'll touch on conversion options. And we'll then uh, talk about uh, whole life, uh, guaranteed universal, and indexed universal. Which I dare say, most uh, the vast majority of listeners out there are probably not really familiar with those terms, even though they might have an in, uh, a life insurance policy. It's been a while since they heard uh, uh, the specifics related to to term insurance. We're here with Bud Otto of Life and Health Brokers. We're talking about the various range of financial vehicles that ensure security, uh, particularly um, in the retirement years. will be back with Bud right after this break.
3: Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today.
0: Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like.
4: When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren, on Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com.
0: You're listening to America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome
1: back to the Business Hour. We're here with Bud Otto of Life and Health Brokers And we've been talking about life insurance. We'll be talking about health insurance. We're going to be talking about Medicare. We're going to be talking about how these things fit into an overall financial plan. But before the break, we were talking about term insurance, and Bud was explaining just how affordable a 10, 15, 20, 30-year term insurance plan can be And you had referenced, uh, just before you were explaining the affordability,
2: conversion options. Explain conversion options. All term policies, for the most part, have conversion options. That's a conversion, a guaranteed conversion to a permanent form of insurance, regardless of health at some point in the future. The big difference is that some companies offer better options access to the complete portfolio, while other companies confine it to a second rate, not very competitive, permanent policy. So it's important not just to look at the price and maybe even the ratings of a company, but look at what they offer as far as conversion. Because over my time in the business, I've had numerous people that became uninsurable. They had a heart attack, they developed diabetes, had a stroke. They couldn't buy insurance anymore, so the only option left is conversion. And if they can convert to something permanent that's not going to take all of their money out of their pocket, that's good. Is it too late uh, when you discover Mm -hmm. that you have uh,
1: a medical condition uh, and you're already engaged in treatment of that condition to... Begin that conversion process.
2: No, because there's no medical questions, no physical exam required. It's guaranteed in the contract that at any time, while that contract is enforced, that term policy, you can convert. This this includes um,
1: what you consider to be the better plans versus the the, the not so good plans.
2: Yes, yes. There, there's if you did a search and looked at the lowest cost companies available top 10, let's say. There might be three or four that uh, offer access to every product in their portfolio while the others don't. So it might not be important right now, but in the future, if you convert to a, uh, a policy that costs you, say, $5,000 a year versus one that costs you 10 you are going to save $5,000 a year. That's just a, a wild example. But it is a valid example, and too. And is
1: one of the things that you do, Bud, is to try to help your clients find those two or three companies within those top ten of the uh, yeah. lowest cost so that they have, in essence, maximum coverage at the most affordable price? Yes, yes. And wh- what would be some of those those products that are included by those companies um, that are not included by the other seven or eight that uh, are affordable but not as comprehensive, we'll say it.
2: Well, as far as conversion options, when we run down a list of life policies that are permanent, there's whole life, there's guaranteed universal life, and there's indexed universal life. The Yeah, let's jump into that because actually yeah. my next question was going to be how how
1: whole life is different from, uh, from term... Insurance. So let's just uh,
2: talk about that for a moment. How do you describe whole life? Well, whole life has been around forever. Sometimes it's gotten a bad rap, but basically it provides a set premium, a guaranteed premium, and a guaranteed equity accumulation as far as guaranteed cash value. On top of that, most of them pay dividends. Most people use the dividends to buy additional insurance that includes additional cash value. The people that buy the most whole life insurance are high income individuals. Because of the tax advantages, the money grows without taxes, they can take the money out via withdrawal up to basis, then even policy loans at a zero net cost loan rate. So it provides a way to accumulate money and then take money out, still keeping the insurance in force. And. Would that be a direction
1: that you might uh, attempt to steer uh, some of your clients in if you think it
2: might even be a stretch, but it really is a good option for them? Yes, if it fits the situation, I I definitely would. But let's look at indexed universal life. That's a permanent policy built on a universal life chassis that guarantees a certain premium, and usually the more you can put in premium, the more cash accumulation, so you have the flexibility to put more money in. Ideally, if you want to use it as a tax advantage retirement vehicle, you put as much money as possible, as little life insurance as possible, and then you get an accumulation where the cash value is based not on the insurance company's decisions but on an index like the S&P 500. And it works like this. It is not invested directly into equities. Instead, you're guaranteed to share in the performance of a market, let's say it's the S&P 500, with a cap, typically 13%. So if you have $100,000 in this policy and the S&P goes up 10% in one year, you're at $110,000. Let's say the next year it drops 20%, the the S&P drops 20%. You're still at $110,000 because you can't lose any money. You might not gain any money that particular year, but you don't lose any money. So you have a cap on your earnings, but you also have a floor in that you cannot lose money. And this
1: wouldn't be necessarily available with just a, a simple term insurance policy. You've got to have either the whole life or that guaranteed
2: universal uh, program? Yes, yes. These are cash value policies. Term insurance contains no cash value whatsoever. So, yes, it's based on cash value accumulation, and there's there's different varieties if you if you go back let's see to guaranteed universal life, that's a permanent policy, very little cash value. I sometimes call it a term insurance policy to age one hundred and twenty because it's got a guaranteed level premium, the lowest possible for permanent insurance. Little cash value and oftentimes riders that will help pay for long term care expenses even critical illness early before death. And so, again, those are some of the, the
1: programs that you're looking for uh, for for clients, again, sort of maximizing that investment. Yeah. And these days, and I have pointed this out to uh, listeners, it's come up in, in, in the context of uh, lots of other um, aspects of uh, the, the topics that we discuss, but particularly... In the area of financial planning, the fastest-growing segment in the United States are people over 100. That means in any given scenario where you're sitting around with a group of 50, 60, 70, 80-year-olds, a number of people in that room will make it to age 100 and that you have to begin planning for longer, typically, than ever. Yes. And so are you... Is is uh, Does that make the 30-year uh, term insurance uh, seem more reasonable than ever?
2: Well, not really, because by the time people reach those ages, their 30-year term might have already expired if they haven't converted it. So we're looking at something more permanent. At the low end, premium-wise, guaranteed universal life, or at the higher end, either whole life or indexed. Actually, what I
1: meant was... Uh, with the option to to convert, yeah, uh, yeah I, I, and consequently, uh, when is a good time? Let's say that uh, you have uh, clients who are uh, fifty five. Uh, they've had a a twenty year policy. They they got it when they were thirty five, and um, should they wait? Is there any advantage to waiting toward the end of that uh, uh, term uh, insurance? Um, and,
2: and and converting uh, or should they just do it sooner? Well, the sooner you do it, the less the cost of the permanent policy because again, even though it's guaranteed, it's based on age. So, if you convert at age 50, it's going to be significantly less than if you convert at age 55. But you have the conversion option. At the best rate you got the term, let's say you've got a preferred rate on the term, you'll get a preferred rate on the conversion even if you've have a heart condition.
1: I want to talk about uh, this comparison between whole life and guaranteed universal. I think that that's probably still an area that people don't quite understand. Um, tell us in the most simplified way what's the difference between whole mm-hmm. life and and uh, guaranteed universal, and then we'll talk about you. 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 You mentioned index universal life, but uh,
2: what's the simplified? Uh, uh, difference between those three. The guaranteed universal life is for people that need permanent protection, but are not interested in cash values. They just need the protection for a long period of time. The whole life and even index universal life focus more on cash value accumulation. And they have the tax advantages, both whole life and index universal life, in that the money that grows within the policy grows without taxes. It's like a Roth IRA. People take Roths out these days. became very popular. Why? Because, again, it grows without being taxed. More importantly, when they start taking the money out, it's not going to be taxed like your 401K and your IRA plans. They're going to be fully taxed. And if people concentrate all of their savings in the tax-qualified plans... In all likelihood, if they're successful, they'll find themselves in higher tax brackets when they retire without the exemptions and the write-offs they had when they were working, like the mortgage and its dependent write-off. We're going to
1: be taking a break here, um, and I have one more request, uh, question related to Whole Life Guaranteed Universal and Index Universal. Uh, I'll ask that question when we come back. We're here with Bud Otto of Life and Health brokers and we've been talking about various aspects of um, life insurance health insurance Uh, we'll be talking more about medicare and uh, i think we're going to shed some light on these areas right after this break
4: don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power america on butterflies rainbows and pixie dust i'm marita noon get the truth about energy on my show america's voice for energy only on america's web radio
0: America's Web Radio is the most diverse and informative radio station anywhere in cyberspace. We have shows about health, business, current events, entertainment, home care, and everything in between. We appreciate your continued support of America's Web Radio.
5: It's not just your garden. It's the way you live. And there's so much to know. But you have help. Bonnie Plants. Now with Bonnie's app, Homegrown, you can learn about veggie and herb varieties, track and record your garden with photos and notes, share on Facebook and Twitter, and so much more. How'd you ever grow without it? Get Homegrown with Bonnie Plants for iPhone and Android. The more you know, the better you can grow. With Bonnie. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's
0: AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host, and we're here
1: with Bud Otto of Life and Health Brokers. And we've been discussing the importance uh, and offering information about life insurance, long-term care is something we'll get to. We'll be talking about Medicare, how this uh, relates to retirement and even taxes, because it all does fit under the umbrella of having a, a financial plan, but Bud has been helping to demystify uh, some of what people don't understand about term insurance, for example, and before the break, um, Bud was explaining a little bit of the difference between whole life guaranteed universal and uh, indexed universal life uh, insurance. and. Um, But I uh, asked you during the break if you could possibly offer some examples of who might benefit from whole life more than guaranteed universal or indexed universal, and then who might benefit from guaranteed universal more than whole life or indexed universal life, and then who would benefit from indexed versus universal life. And, of course, this can be confusing, but I think these examples of, of who could benefit from these different uh, products uh, will help people uh, understand um, the benefits, so to speak, uh, of each. Um,
2: who, who typically benefits most from, from whole life insurance? Whole life insurance is a product That I think is ideal for people that have higher incomes, predictable incomes, possible estate tax problems in the future, and they want to take advantage, again, of not only the protection, but the accumulation advantages and tax advantages of this type of product. So not everybody is in that situation. Some people just... Their, their income varies a little bit from year to year. Sometimes it's unpredictable. Maybe they're businesses. They have a good year. They have a bad year. And we might look at the guaranteed universal life because, again, that's the maximum protection, permanent protection with the least amount of premium. But I, I don't want to be confusing because there's also guaranteed universal lives that have an index option. So you can start with the lowest premium possible. And then if you want to put more money in and get more cash accumulation, you can do it. It's a flexible premium. So you can start putting as much money as possible in there for the future, say for retirement income, a supplemental retirement income, because if it reaches the point at retirement, when whenever you do plan to retire, where you want to take that money out, it's there. You can take it out. You can take it, as a basis, uh, draw the money out up to basis than policy loans, or take policy loans right from the beginning. But when you take policy loans, zero net cost policy loans. So if you take out $5,000 a year, you're still getting credited for that.
1: You mentioned that with whole life, for example, um, a higher income individual with predictable income. And and those don't always go together. You know, there are higher uh, income individuals that have a, a a wide swing. For the most part, their income might be substantial uh, overall, but um, with with wide variations uh, mm-hmm. depending on the marketplace. Um, and would that be um, a person who would benefit from guaranteed or indexed? better, and
2: and which, uh, let's say, with with fluctuating income? Well, that the, the guaranteed and or index would be more appropriate in that type of a situation as long as this person is earning money steadily. Granted, it's going to be up and down, up and down, but if they're le- earning a good income, living a good lifestyle... That would be the ideal type of scenario because you have flexibility in the amount of money you can put in. This is guaranteed uh, life? Yeah, guaranteed life, uh, even indexed universal life has a guaranteed option. Okay, and and now tell us why uh,
1: indexed versus guaranteed for our example of someone who has um, the steady income that fluctuates. Um, why... Why the indexed um, life insurance plan, the guaranteed indexed uh, plan, would be better than
2: just the guaranteed? Because you have premium flexibility. You have a good year. You can put more money into it. Your income goes down the next year. You can put less money in it. You always have the insurance. You always have cash accumulation. But you can vary the amount that you input based on your situation year by year. But you can do that with guaranteed as well, is that right? Yes. So why the indexed? Because the indexed has more potential for cash accumulation without paying taxes. And then cash distributions later on, again, without paying taxes because the life insurance is still in force, so you never reach a taxable event. Eventually, when death occurs, (coughs) death benefits are income tax-free. Now, of those three, whole life, guaranteed life, and indexed um, uh,
1: universal life, um, would you say that um, with the same income level, Let's just say the person is, is earning $75,000 uh, or $100,000. And certainly there are people who um, you work with who have incomes that are several hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, and, of course, people with many hundreds of thousands and over a million probably, uh, they can benefit from uh, these in varying degrees, but they don't have to worry in general as much, um, their 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 lifestyle probably isn't going to be altered if uh, uh, there's a little bit uh, l- less available to them because they would have accumulated more overall. But let's say our seventy five thousand dollar a year individual um, with a somewhat fluctuating uh, income, um, why um, is it is it a matter of, of of having the option to put more into the plan that would allow them to um, or or guide them toward an indexed uh, universal
2: life plan? It could be. Uh, I might say there's no one perfect plan for every circumstance. The more I know about a person's financial situation, the more I can fit one or the other products into their, their financial portfolio. Some people are spending money here and there that they don't even need to. Uh, they might be putting too much into a 401k. Maybe they're getting a match. Maybe that's enough. We can find money in various sources. Maybe they're putting it into a government-sponsored uh, education fund for their children. That might not be the best choice. So. Another part of my business is helping people recover lost opportunity costs. Opportunity costs are measured in interest over time, so that if this person is spending X amount of money per month that's not necessary, we can put it to work more efficiently in another vehicle for that, their benefit.
1: That's exactly, I, 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 I believe, what uh, people uh, can most benefit from, when dealing with a good uh, insurance, um, a life and health broker is is weighing the advantages and disadvantages of these various vehicles and, and where money has been spent and where it can be uh, reallocated for that maximum benefit. I'm wondering whether or not you help people play some of these scenarios out. You say, well, you've been putting this X amount of money into your 401k, Here's where that will go. Mm-hmm. If we take some of that money and we put it into
2: uh, a uh, index universal life plan, uh, here's where that money could go. Is that
1: something that you do? Yeah.
2: yeah. As a matter of fact, um, on the homepage of my website, we have tax-free retirement. There's a 10-minute video that explains better than I could here today how this concept works and how it might work in the future and why it might be better than investing in mutual funds or particularly overemphasizing your investments in tax-qualified plans because nobody wants to be in a higher tax bracket when they retire than they are right now. Unfortunately, taxes will not likely go down in the future. I wish they would, but they're not going to. So we have to prepare ourselves not only now but for the future. I, I might add at this
1: point that, um, and I should have uh, pointed this out, although these days when listeners heard the name Bud Auto, if they uh, Googled uh, life and health Bud Auto, it would take them to um, uh, a couple of listings, one of which is www.lifehealthbrokers.com, www.lifehealthbrokers.com. Which is where uh, uh, you can go if you're listening and you want to see the website as we're talking and see some of those um, calculators uh, that help people uh, with um, looking at uh, what a um, an expense or revenue stream might be, and also uh, the 10 minute video that you that you mentioned. I, I think we we should probably talk a little bit about. Uh, uh, Medicare and how it fits into, um, this picture, but maybe even before, uh, Medicare, uh, not to jump all around, but I know a very, very, very critical, um, area, uh, is the area of long-term care insurance. Um, let's talk about that. Uh, how do you describe to someone the benefits of a long-term care insurance policy? And then let's talk about, because we've talked about life insurance, there are riders, uh, which are clauses essentially that include chronic illness and also riders that include long-term care. But let's describe, have you described long-term care uh, in a somewhat simplified form?
2: Long-term care occurs when people need help with activities of daily living. Let me stop you right there. Okay. Okay, because that's actually
1: uh, a really uh, good short soundbite. We're going to have to take a break. I should have stopped you before, but we'll come back, and um, we'll have you finish the description of uh, long-term care. We're here with Bud Otto of Life & Health Brokers. We're drilling down to learn more about various forms of life and health insurance. We'll be back with
5: Bud right after this break. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy, or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com.
3: Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today.
5: With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com.
4: When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren, on Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. This is America's
3: AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.
1: Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Bud Otto of Life & Health Brokers, and we've been talking about term insurance, life insurance. Uh, Bud was helping to uh, differentiate between whole life, guaranteed universal, and index universal life insurance uh, programs. And now I want to talk about long-term care insurance. And just before the break, you, I, I had to interrupt you, but, but it was a great soundbite that you offered. You said, as an explanation, uh, long-term care is when people need help with daily living. And and that's a great um, uh, uh, summary, but there's another half to it. Uh, And uh, you
2: offered OR. OR are diagnosed with a cognitive impairment. The best example is Alzheimer's disease. In that case, they need help also. But activities of daily living, bathing, dressing, eating, toileting, transferring they need physical help not professional help but physical help long term care insurance provides money to pay for this help be it in their own home under home care assisted living adult day care or let's face it a nursing home if they need skilled care it might be toward the end of their life now there's
1: there's there's some a, a, a little bit of overlap there when it comes to someone with um, health issues where it goes beyond uh, the daily living aspect uh, to needing the professional services. And in some cases, you can be in an assisted living facility these days where there is a little bit of uh, health care, you know, some nursing, for example. Um, And the long-term care uh, stops short of health care
2: insurance. Is that right? Or does yeah. it cross over a little bit? Well, it's pretty much separate because health care provides for professional help, doctors, hospitals. Long-term care is human help, getting around, taking your medications, getting to the bathroom. So let's operationalize this, bud.
1: I've got a housekeeper, and the housekeeper really has essentially been doing um, house cleaning and um, those kinds of things but that housekeeper is someone i really trust to help me with that new range of services that are going to be yeah. needed and without question there there comes a time for many 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 people um that uh uh taking the right medication um taking a bath if you yeah. will um getting around uh, is something that um I now want to pay that housekeeper for. So she's not a professional. She's not a certified nurse. So is that the area that we're talking about? Is that you can have somebody that performs that range of services?
2: If you pick the right type of protection, because some policies are restricted. They only pay for home care if it's by a home health aide through a certified home care agency. Okay, so there is in some cases yeah. a, a requirement. But I would say if you concentrate on an indemnity benefit, indemnity long term care, it has more flexibility to pay you a certain amount per month whatever you bought, regardless of who takes care of you. So in that housekeeper example, sure. If you have an indemnity policy in all likelihood that money's coming in and you could pay your housekeeper to do that if you trust her what about a family member uh, you
1: know because it, it gets a little bit uh, there's a gray area here but realistically and again i'm trying to operationalize things here you have a family member and they're having to take away time and you from their job maybe uh or they've had to cut back on their hours so they can be around to to yeah. uh help you out And you really trust them, and they have the best of intentions. You know, I'm trying to paint a a positive scenario here, uh, and you would like to be able to have money that's uh, made available to actually uh, pay a family member. Um, Is that a a scenario that that you see uh, happening?
2: Yes. Even traditional long-term care policies, which have become mainly reimbursement, have a provision where maybe half of that money can be used as an indemnity benefit to pay anybody you care to pay to take care of you, family members, housekeeper, next-door neighbor. Ideally, that's the best situation because who knows X amount of num- years in the future what your situation is going to be if you develop... A chronic condition where you need care. Who's going to take care of you? And, and we're talking about sustaining your lifestyle as
1: well. You know, there's there are factors from dignity to simply maintaining the lifestyle uh, that you have uh, enjoyed for so long. Um, a primary one being being at home exactly. and being surrounded by the people that you care yeah. about. Uh, and and then you mentioned that. Um, uh, a long-term care insurance plan can cover um, an assisted living uh, facility that sure. is a certifiable uh, professional assisted living facility,
2: and it, it covers that range as well. Is that right? Oh, yeah. They're comprehensive. It's just that every person's situation is a little bit different, So, and their wishes, their plans, their family, all over the map. So you have to tailor it to that individual situation so it'll do the job that they want it to do.
1: So what about um, the situation um, where um, you uh, want to integrate your life insurance plan with uh, a long-term care rider and then, then help us um, differentiate between life insurance with a long-term care rider and with a
2: chronic illness rider? A lot of insurance policies, even a few term policies, have a chronic illness rider built in at no no extra cost. You have to be diagnosed as permanently disabled, whereas a long-term care policy or a long-term care rider, you have to be diagnosed as needing care for 90 days, not permanently. But it's in the policy, it's available to take earlier if you need the protection to pay for home care assisted living, nursing home, adult daycare, and it's an indemnity benefit, so it's paid regardless. Now, you may not get the full death benefit. Let's say you're only 60. You may get a reduced benefit for long-term care. Let's say you have a $500,000 policy, but you're in sad shape, but you're only 60 years old. You may get $350,000 option to take that money to use for long-term care. But it's there, it's in your life insurance policy. If you never use it, you never lose it, because ultimately the death benefit is going to p- pay off and your survivors will get the proceeds. And you can have a combined um, life insurance plan with a chronic illness rider and a long-term care rider, is that right? No, the chronic illness rider is built in. If you want a long-term care rider, that's a, that's a true long-term care Scenario: It is, in a lot of cases, indemnity, and it's one or the other. Now, the long-term care rider doesn't add a whole lot to the actual cost, so it's a good thing to have. In fact, here's a scenario. One, new, one company that came out with a policy, it's a last survivor life insurance policy. Let's say a mother and a daughter are insured under the same policy with a $500,000 benefit. They each get two hundred and fifty thousand of death benefit of long term care benefit, indemnity, and it lowers the price because you got a young person and an older person. It's a lot cheaper than the older person getting that policy separately.
1: Now, Bud, I want to turn to something completely different, and um, we're we're probably not going to be able to talk a lot about Medicare. We're just going to have to have you come back onto the program because it's a, it's a major topic. Yes. And uh, you, you've covered a great deal uh, related to uh, life and health. Um, I want to, and we're not going to be able to talk about uh, the tax fee retirement. People should go to your website, www.lifehealthbrokers.com, or have you come back, and we'll be talking about uh, retirement and tax-free retirement, uh, compound taxation, uh, uh, avoiding it, rather. Um, I want to talk about your career uh, overall, Bud, and uh, this being um, the Memorial Day weekend, we want to um, uh, acknowledge the fallen um, military uh, men and women who, uh, who help uh, us uh, stay safe uh, and uh, in some sense ensure our lifestyle, another form of insurance. Um, and you are a veteran of uh, the U.S. Marine Corps. Um, I'm wondering how your background in the U.S. Marine Corps has impacted your profession or your professional life in general.
2: Well, my four years in the Marine Corps taught me several things. One is to be disciplined and to go get my uh, work toward my goals and accomplish those goals. And when I went in the Marine Corps, I was just a young kid out of high school. Then I went to Paris Island, and I learned discipline, and it stayed with me through the rest of my life. I discipline myself to work, to exercise, and I maintain that lifestyle because it keeps me going. You know, I, I do know a,
1: a handful of military people, or more than a handful of military people, who have said the same thing. The discipline is what uh, uh, was one of the greatest benefits of their years in the military, uh, and in many cases they remain very healthy. They learned how to stay in shape, and um, and um, you are certainly uh, a walking, talking example of someone who uh, uh, is a disciplined professional, and you look pretty healthy to me. And uh, well, Ron, you're making my head swell. Thank I, you. I, I say semper fi, <laughs> and uh, and then I also say thank you for taking the time to be my guest on the Business Hour. And thank you, Ron. It was a pleasure. We've been listening to Bud Otto, uh the principal for Life and Health Brokers, and we've been talking about various aspects of life insurance and health insurance. Hope we shed a little light. Have a great weekend this weekend, and we'll see you on the internet and on the radio
2: next week.
3: This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.